Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm sitting right next to my <laughs> gorgeous, super intelligent, and Disney wonder cast and crew loving wife, Michelle. You're so sweet. Hi, everybody. So good to have you join us today. Yes, we are back with you. We yeah. are recording this episode on Friday, March 20th, 2020. What? We are recording <laughs> early because that's how excited we are to talk about our recent trip. Yeah, I mean, it was an amazing adventure. Not the cruise we expected, but a wonderful cruise all the same. And yes, we are excited to talk about it. Yes, we were, we've been champing at the bit to get to this episode ever, probably about halfway through our cruise, but definitely over the last several days. So we wanted to get it to you as soon as we possibly can. And we'll get more to that here in just a couple of moments. But we appreciated that you joined us today, especially considering everything that's going on in the, you know, obviously in this country, but in the world right, right now. We want to be here. We know it's tough out there. We know that everybody is going through some trying times. Uh, there's a lot of people who are scared out there. There's a lot of uh, very much concern. Uh, we want to hopefully be there for you to kind of, you know, I mean, we probably won't talk a lot outside of what's going on in this episode about what's happening with, con uh, with COVID-19. Uh, but we want to kind of be there to kind of, you know, be that oasis away <laughs> from everything that's going on out there. The, you know, with it seems like all the stories are really tough, and you know, you, you can't really get away from it anywhere. Right. And obviously, there will be some mention of that during this episode today. But uh, for the most part, for the next several weeks, and whenever you want, you can go back to past episodes of ours. We kind of want to be that positive, um, fun. Uh, distraction, like as you said, Michelle, yeah. to get you out of that. And we hope we can be a little bit of that today, but also in the future for right. sure. Well, we're really hoping that if you, you know, if you are able to be at home or working from home or, you know, for whatever reason you're at home and you want to listen to some of our podcasts, we want to be like you said, honey, we want to be there for you and, you know, um, hopefully share some fun things. Right. It's a, it's a great chance. If you haven't heard some of our episodes, if you joined us uh, midway through our run, this is episode 95. Uh, well, it's really Ooh. more than that because we have some episodes that are kind of not really counted within the group, our D23 Expo episodes right. or whatever. I don't really count as uh, part of our traditional episodes. Sure. So, but there are plenty of episodes you can go back and, and take a listen to if you're just looking to kind of fill the time, distract yourself, whatever the case may be. But mostly we want you to know uh, we love all of you out there. We are here for you. If you want to need to talk to anybody, if you want to email us questions, whatever the case may be, we're here for you. Also, we want to say how much we appreciate that while we were away on this cruise, so many of you reached out to us with your concern about how we were doing. I know. When we were thinking, that was so touching. When we were thinking about all of you back here at home. So we wanted to thank you very much for that and, and let you know that we, we love you guys very much and we really really appreciate it. Yeah that. that was really uh, incredible to get all that kind of a response. We really appreciate it. Um, you know while on the cruise we got some 
media information, you know, from time to time, sometimes satellites were out, so we wouldn't get some of the, 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 all the stations and they don't have a lot of channels. Um, they have a lot of movies, just not <laughs> a lot of channels, you know, so we would see sometimes BBC world information. So we'd get broader perspective of everything going on in the world. And then other times we'd have more like uh, CNBC. So we knew what was going on with the stock market a lot of times and how things going on were affecting that, which we know right now isn't a positive, although a positive spin is a, uh, it's a sale day in the <laughs> stock market. <laughs> I guess you can look at it that way. But but seriously. Just twisting it. Yeah. But seriously, I mean, uh, you know, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, reach back, uh, contact back to a lot of you because there were some time. We, we actually cheaped out a little bit on the internet. We could have, you know, paid for more internet and been online more and <laughs> responding to you all more. But um, we were thinking we were going to be in many ports that we weren't in, you know, and we were thinking we could connect with people and, and tell you what was going on there. Uh, but we were unable to do that. We'll get into more of that uh, along the way. But just uh, again, uh, we just want to really tell you how much we really appreciate uh, you all and uh, you reaching out to us. And yeah. uh, so, so let on with the show. On with the show. Yes, uh, you can reach us on social media. We are on Twitter, if you don't know already, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you ever want to email us, uh, you can always hit us up at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and while you're there, sign up for our newsletter. Yes, uh, well, on our website, you can sign up for the newsletter. <laughs> We've had two weeks off. We're I kind know. of playing catch up well, on everything. I here. got very distracted here. I have to be honest with you, and this is a, a sidetrack here, but I'm seeing you're working with your notes electronically rather than paper. And I just noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think while you're talking, I'm like, oh, wait, he's, he's doing this differently. Yes, I'm, I'm old school usually. <laughs> I usually have paper notes, mostly because I like to jot a couple things down on them as I progress through this. Unfortunately, though, while we've been away, uh, our printer has run out of ink. And so um, I'm not running out to the store today. I don't even know if they have ink. Is it gone along with the toilet paper? I don't know. So I'm doing this electronically. So yes, I've thrown Michelle off. When I know. So sorry. I didn't mean to be distracted <laughs> <No>. by <laughs> your comments. I'm very distracted today. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes. Uh, go. The best place to listen to our show is on our website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please sign up for the newsletter. We have some interesting things coming up, uh, including next week's episode, which I will get to later on in this show. Lots of stuff for you today. But the main thing is going to be talking about, yes, our Panama Canal Disney cruise recap we've made you wait long enough let's get to it So yes, here it is, our <laughs> promised recap of our westbound Panama Canal Disney cruise aboard the Disney yeah. Wonder. Yes, uh, I know that many of you said you're you're looking forward to this, and especially with uh, what's all happened, so it's going to be very interesting. Now, we originally talked about this over the last few weeks, that once we get to this episode, we were not going to break it down day by day. That's we're right, we made that promise. Highlights. <laughs> well, we're breaking that promise now. And it, well, no, we're not completely going each no. day by day. We're not going don't, day by day. Don't turn us off now. No. Trust us. I will keep him on right. track. 
We're not going to be like, you know, well, on day two, we woke up and it was a sea day. So we went out to Cabana's and had breakfast. I had the eggs Benedict. We're not doing that. Okay. But there were some crucial things that happened during this cruise as things progressed, you know, on the ship, but also back in the States that kind of uh, shaped how this voyage, uh, you know, ended up you know, progressing. So uh, we kind of wanted to tell the story of this cruise along with how we found out things along that. And that, right. that is going to definitely have some days that we're going to have to go over to discuss right. uh, the adventure that we were on as we go through it. <laughs> so uh, we'll start off with, um, you know, we flew to New Orleans on March 4th, you know, arrived in the evening, explored, had great food, as you'd expect with New Orleans. I, you know, we're not going to touch much on that, but we eventually got to our cruise date, which was on Friday March 6th. So since COVID-19 concerns here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. were starting to grow a little bit prior to that, we received lots of letters from Disney Cruise, you know, saying that they were going to, you know, not allow some people who visited other countries on the ship. And also there were going to be checked as we went in. And yes, we were before we went on the cruise. Uh, every passenger had their temperature right. taken. One, they had to fill out a questionnaire, which you have to do a lot of times. Uh, but they wanted to make sure you weren't showing any symptoms and they wanted to make sure you didn't have a fever. So we all had our temperature taken before boarding. Right. So uh, we went through that, cheered, yay, yay. our temperature is good. <laughs> went through uh, and then got on board and everything was pretty much normal. It was a great uh, first day on the cruise. Uh, second day was a regular sea day. That was um, Saturday, uh, March 7th. Uh, then we went to Cozumel. And that was a pretty much normal day. We had an amazing shore excursion there. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we progress through yeah. this episode, but it was a pretty normal day. Uh, the next day started when when things started to go a little bit weird mm, for us. A just because of weather. Well, yeah. Well, there was a Initially. couple things that happened. But uh, day uh, four, which was Monday, March 9th, we pulled into Grand Cayman. And you know, the first thing I'm like, I came out of the restroom. I'm like, do you smell smoke? <laughs> you know, and we're like, <laughs> what's right. the smoke smell today? You know, and we, I open up the balcony door and look out. And there's this giant fire going on right in the middle of Grand Cayman. Right. Uh, Not it, by our ship, but well, on no, the island. It's, yes. a, it's a tendering port, so right. we were well away from it, you know, but there was all this smoke blowing out <laughs> through the bay. Uh, and our, our captain, Captain Henry, came on and informed us that there was a fire in the city dump, this giant <laughs> fire. I, I, it's horrible. I'm laughing about it, but it's horrible. But it was just kind of was such an odd situation. Um, meanwhile, as we were sailing there, uh, the, over the first few days of the cruise, um, the seas were well, not high seas, but they were, you know, choppy. They were a bit rough. There was some pretty high winds out there. And because of that, our excursion that we had planned in Grand Cayman, which we were going to go and swim with the, the stingrays right. and do some snorkeling or whatever, because of the high winds, uh, they couldn't really put the boats out there. So that was canceled. So rather than tender into the port, we decided to just kind of stay on board. Little did we know that staying on board on that day meant we weren't going to get off the ship again. <laughs> Who <laughs> would have known right. back then? Yes. I know. Well, so, but we'll get more into that. So, you know, we made, you know, the day was fine. People went on, off on the cruise and we had their shore excursions that were canceled and enjoyed their stuff. Right. We stayed on, had a pretty nice normal day on board the ship. It was good. Uh, you know, and then that night was when things started to go a little more weird for this cruise. Uh, some interesting things happened. We woke up the next day and, and if you've ever been on a Disney cruise, there's a channel you can turn on and you can kind of see where the ship's been, where it's going, lots of information, what's going right. on, what the weather's like, you know, right. what the speed is, you know. Uh, and I noticed as I got on there, I'm like, you know, 
we have looped all the way back to Grand Cayman and turned back around. I'm like, <laughs> why did we do that? What happened that we need? Were we avoiding a storm or something? I, know. I was windy. thinking, are we pacing to be right on time for Panama Canal? Maybe we'd gone too fast or right. something, you know? Well, uh, apparently, uh, again, Captain Henry, you know, we heard a lot of this sound, by the way, throughout this cruise. <laughs> I get chills hearing yes. that still. <laughs> and normally when you hear that, it's just usually like the cruise director giving the entertainment schedule for the day or whatever the case may be. Well, we got a lot of that during the day. And this was another one where Captain Henry came on. Well, and we should point out too that when that sound goes off, you can hear it in the hallways, on the open decks, um, or you can turn on your TV and you can hear the announcements. Otherwise, they're not broadcasting in your cabin because they realize that people could be you know, taking a nap or you have kids and they're trying to settle down or whatever. So they don't broadcast, but not on this cruise. We had several <laughs> announcements in our cabin on this cruise, which was uh, fascinating. So That's anyway. what the cabin says. I'm really sorry to be coming into your cabin, but again, you do need to listen again. to this announcement. Yes. So anyway, Captain Henry came on and said that apparently there had been a medical emergency on the ship uh, the night prior. Uh, because we were in rough seas and because the winds were kind of blowing, the Coast Guard couldn't come in and airlift this uh, passenger off. So uh, uh, from what we understand, and we don't know any of the details of this because we just, right. one, it's the, their own private concern. Right. We're not going to dig into it or whatever. But uh, from what the captain told us, they had to perform some sort of surgery yeah. on board the yeah, ship. Yeah, life-threatening situation. Yeah. They said that they saved the, per the passenger's life. They had to go back to Grand Cayman to get that person off the ship. And I'm not sure if the surgery was on the ship. I That one I tend to disagree with you and your mother that the, but anyways it doesn't matter i'm just telling you what he said and whether it's truth or not that is what yeah. he said whether that you know i mean obviously for captain henry english i don't believe is his first language right. he may have you know uh, altered you know misspoke a little bit but what he said was that they performed surgery on the right. ship so and I know that they can do that, you yeah, know, limited, right. if they can do limited things. I don't expect that this was something that maybe was, you know, they weren't, you know, doing brain surgery on the ship or whatever, but they may have been able to do a little something to right. at least uh, oh, yeah, stabilize sure. them right. until we could exactly. get to port. Right. Okay. So anyway, unfortunately, the other thing that he said be that because of this, because we had to turn around, because we lost like seven or eight hours of right. our sailing time, and because we have a very tight window to get into the Panama Canal, Unfortunately, we were going to not be able to make a real stop in our next port of call, which was Cartagena, Colombia. Right. You know, and that, you know, one, they had planned for that to have excursions. But it was also the time where some of the initial talent that was on the ship was going to disembark. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. Oh. Yes. We'll get to that in just a moment, okay? <laughs> so what the deal was, was that, you know, he they said they, they tried to work with the Panama Canal, but it was either we hit our time or we may not go through the Panama Canal for another week. Right. So obviously they have to stick to that. So they, they said, okay, what we're going to do is just go to Cartagena. We're going to stop for, a, you know, about an hour or so and exchange some personnel and move on to make our scheduled window at the Panama Canal. So now we get to day five, sea day. Normal, just but the, fine. But wasn't that a funny situation? Well, let's get to that. Okay. C day, day five. Finally, that was just fine. Uh, then we get to actually to Cartagena on day six, Wednesday. That was uh, the 11th of March. Right. And like I said, we knew that we weren't going to be getting off Cartagena. So we just kind of took it in you know, activities around the ship. 
And as we were walking through the ship, I think we were in the lobby atrium. We noticed that one of the entertainment acts was there in the lobby with all their stuff packed. We, you know, they, they're, you know, we assumed they were getting ready to get off. Right. And, and um, when we, you know, a little bit later we came back and we noticed they were getting back on the elevator and heading back upstairs. Right. And they left their luggage in the lobby. Well, no, they took it with them. Mm. They took it with them. That's right. And that's how we know. We're right, like, they're right. not just heading up to grab something. Right, they're, they're taking their luggage back up with them to their cabin. So, you know, we went and you know, we're like, okay, that's a little odd. What's going on here? So once again, at about 3 p.m. that day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Captain Henry comes on again and he tells us, um, well, the Cartagena authorities, out of an abundance of caution, this is something we heard many times <laughs> yes. throughout the trip as well, an abundance of caution says, uh, they not that they were had a problem with anything COVID-19 or anything, but just out of abundance of caution, <laughs> they weren't going to allow anybody to board our ship. So this, or to come off our ship. Well, it was yeah, mostly, but, they, they, right. he didn't say to come off. He said to board our ship. Mm. It was what he really said. So... Um, eh, uh, what, what, how much we were getting on that, I don't know, but he did, did definitely say that no one was going to be able to board our ship. So we suddenly had no new entertainment, right. um, coming aboard this ship. And since we didn't, weren't going to hit another port that we were actually going to stop at for six more days, <laughs> well, this set the entertainment staff right. into quite a frenzy at that moment. Right. And I mean, one of the things too, if you've ever cruised that you probably know when you're in a port day, there's not a lot of activities. They want you to go out. They want you to have a good time at the port or, or more accurately, they want you to go on an excursion <laughs> at the port, <laughs> you know, and so they don't really have a lot of activities until after the, you know, the time to get back on the ship goes. So on Port days, very little bit of activity. And then it's not till, again, the evening where they have the entertainment. And then the next time there's a sea day, then they fill up with a lot of activity. But since we weren't stopping at Cartagena's and we knew that much, they had to suddenly come up with, that was in essence our, a sea day to us because we weren't going to get off. Right. And so they had to come up with activities of that day. And then you throw into it now the new entertainment not coming on for that night's entertainment and days later. Too. Right. So if, if you've ever been on a cruise, you may know this. Or if, you, if you've never been, um, you, you uh, it, what happens is a lot of times they'll have an entertainer come on. He'll do his, you know, an act or two. And then we'll reach a port and they'll kind of swap with another entertainer who will come on and do an act or two. Right. This happens a lot. Uh, well, they couldn't do that with this port. So now we had the same entertainers on for pretty much the rest of the cruise. And so, some of them, I guess, couldn't perform again. Yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is with that, but uh, a lot of them did put an extra effort. And right. we'll talk a little bit about that in the future. But what happened next is that our cruise director, Ashley, who is wonderful, came on and said that she talked with the cast, uh, the, the Disney wonder cast and the and the technical staff that, that that puts on these shows and they told her that they could quickly turn this around and suddenly 
uh, do Frozen, a musical spectacular, which wasn't scheduled for a couple more days, put it together in about two hours. It would take right. them about two hours to get it together, but they could do it. We could get it on and we would have an inner, we'd have a show that night because we were, there was somebody who was supposed to come on that was going to do a show that, that night, night. Yes. and they couldn't come on. So they had to think fast on their feet. They did credit to all them and they put on Frozen, a musical spectacular. It was amazing. I don't know how they put it all together. I know mm-hmm. they do the show on every cruise, but it's still, there's a lot of, you still have to kind of rehearse it. They do so many shows on each of these that they, they still need to go through it with the technical staff, with the lighting, with the stage settings, with the costumes, right. all this stuff. They got it on. There were a couple of glitches within the show, but it was spectacular. Um, we loved it and we were very yeah. appreciative of that, that. Right. I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, like you you said, I mean, the just the set setup, you know, like they said, takes two hours and they didn't have a lot of not advanced notice of it. It's not like they knew in the morning, okay, we're not going to get, you know, the entertainment on board. They, they learned this about literally two or three hours before showtime was going to start. And so they really had to, you know, try to figure out a, what are we going to do? And then when the technical people especially said, yes, we can do it. We just need a little buffer of time. So they changed some of the show start times to accommodate that. But um, yeah, that's crazy that they could do that. I mean, you know, they, even though they do the performance on each cruise, it had been a while since they had done the last one, you know, so. Yeah. And when they're not planning on it, I mean, they were planning on having a night off. The cast was planning on not having to do anything that night uh, to flip that around and be able to put on a great show for, for uh, all the uh, guests that were on board uh, was amazing. And, you know, we were, and this is just the start of all the amazing things that the cast and crew did throughout this cruise. So, uh, that was fantastic. By the way, I also had to, once we're hearing the announcement, I had to quickly uh, go back to the room and change into my hashtag Real Man Love Frozen <laughs> t-shirt for the show because I was going to, like, I'm not going to that show without that t-shirt right. on. So, uh, I was thrown for a little bit of a loop. Not nearly the loop they had, but I had to be ready for that. So. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's silly, but <laughs> no, no. So the next, true. next day, we do hit the Panama Canal when we're supposed to. It's day seven, Thursday. March 12th, that may be a kind of an interesting day that you at home probably will note uh, as an interesting day. Uh, we woke up in the morning. Uh, I went up to get some coffee um, to get ready for the Panama Canal, sit out right. and watch the you know interesting day. And I noticed when I went upstairs that the beverage station where I get my coffee, suddenly I couldn't go up and get my coffee. They had right. people serving you at the coffee station. I'm like, that's interesting. And then I looked into Cabanas and yes, uh, which, is the, their buffet. which is their buffet. And all of a sudden, all the servers were, instead of being on the outside of the buffet, were on the inside of the buffet. And yes, they were serving everybody. So yeah. once again, if, you know, and a couple hours later, we heard this. <laughs> In our stateroom. Yes, Captain Henry came on once again and he said um, this was a fleet-wide mandate to help protect guests against the possible spread of COVID-19. He did say no cases on board that we know this is just you know, out of caution, right. you know, an abundance of caution. Uh, they wanted to make sure and do this. So if we spent the rest of the cruise, if we ever went anywhere you went, um, you could not serve yourself. It was served by the staff members. Again, putting them right. at a crazy amount of more work than they're normally used to and no 
port days for them to get a little bit of a breather in there for guests to be kind of off the ship as well. So, well, and just also the the flow, like when you go into the buffet, so they usually have the buffet, you know, it's a relatively large room. They have two entryways. And so, and I'm not talking like a table that has two sides. I'm talking about two entryways into a room and on both halves of those rooms is a full buffet Mm -hmm. duplicate of the other side. And so now in order to have enough servers, they had to consolidate to one side only and yet still handle the same number of passengers going through there and, you know, moving about in that area, trying to figure out what do I want from the buffet? And they they managed it and it was surprising because, you know, you would have thought things were going to be always congested and they really weren't. They did a great job think, moving things along. The crew on these sailings always bust their hump, every single yeah. sailing they were ridiculously busting their humps to get us through this, to have us have a wonderful experience as we went through this. And it just, you know, the workload increased every day, yet they always had a smile on their face. We're going to talk a little bit more about that as we go on, but uh, it was pretty incredible. Anyway, um, so we were going through the Panama Canal that day. And as I did, you mentioned, that's when everything, you well know, everything started to happen within right. the States. And we were getting some information back on some of these news channels. We actually went to, uh, we were invited to uh, a stateroom party that uh, some friends we had met on our uh, eastbound transatlantic cruise back in 2016 right. invited us on. So we went into there and, you know, we would go outside, watch a little of the Panama Canal, go inside and get a little bit of this news of the insanity that was starting to happen uh, within the U.S. with the... Um, excuse me, the the growing of the uh, the COVID-19 uh, concerns right. within, the, you know, the, the, the you know, it, it, there was more news as the day progressed, you know, uh, major sporting groups uh, calling off or suspending or right. postponing their seasons or whatever the case may be. Uh, finally, you know, the Disney parks closing, right. you know, and eventually Disney Cruise Line saying that they're going to uh, end up, uh, you know, uh, canceling their next several cruises and, and right. going on hiatus for a while. So we were totally enjoying the Panama Canal. And that's when we were on this cruise for a large part of the reason right. we were on this cruise. But I, you know, we were obviously also distracted by the news right. that was coming from home. So it was really, really a, a kind of an, uh, it was it was a cool day, but a bizarre day and, and a sad day at the same time. It right. was really odd. Yeah, it, it was odd. I mean, it, it was sad. Like you said, I mean, getting the news of, you know, um, the parks closing, the cruise lines closing. And then, you know, as you're getting that news, you know that the, that the crew is hearing this because it's, again, in every room, you're going to hear this information from the, the captain. And for them, it's like, what happens with us now? Right. What you know? So you you have to appreciate that you know, th- just like some people here are concerned about their jobs or, or are suffering from unemployment as a result of this. That's what these people who mainly come from other countries are concerned about mm-hmm. too. And so then you know you you start feeling like, oh man, I feel bad. I mean, I'm on vacation and and this is going to end for me, but we don't know what it's going to mean for them. And so it, like you said, it, there was kind of, it was kind of like having a cloud over the day, even though it was a pretty spectacular day in Panama Canal, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of weather and everything, it was sunnier than usual. It, it, it's hot, but it wasn't oppressively hot. And we had, like you said, we're at a party that had an amazing deck. Um, and we had great views, but it was this underlying current right. of news that was coming through that just like, 
wow, this is really starting to grow and grow quickly. Right. And obviously we were still mostly in the bubble. We didn't, you know, get the new, like you back here in the States and around the world, we're getting, uh, you know, to a much greater degree. And I'm right. sure it was, it was, you know, uh, really, you know, horrific in many regards, yeah. you know, what was happening uh, on those days. But uh, we did get a piece of it just to know we were, we were kind of in touch. We, again, we were in kind of a bubble, but uh, we were noticed what was going on. So, you know, again, we were still on vacation. Yeah. So we were still in a great position. I'm not trying to, you know, say that we were suffering or not. We weren't, we were having a wonderful time, but it did kind of make a, just trying to stress that it was kind of an odd day for right. what that was yeah. the big day of the cruise. Right, you know? exactly. Uh, so the next couple of days were, we were scheduled to do sea days after, anyway, after Panama Canal. Um, so there was a, you know, uh, you know, it was pretty typical for that. We didn't have any, I mean, we did have some announcements, but none of the, we announced, as a matter of fact, one time we heard, we were in uh, the dining room having lunch and we heard. And everybody kind of tense, like, what is yeah. it? <laughs> and the captain comes on, Captain Henry comes on and says, I have no bad news for today. Everybody <laughs> applauded. Yay! <laughs> uh, it was kind of uh, just, again, it was a weird situation, but kind of funny at the same time. But, uh, we, you know, the interesting things about those next few sea days is we, you know, we obviously went from the Atlantic to the Pacific. And, you know, if you'd asked me before this cruise, okay, you know, you're going to spend several days sailing sea days or whatever. Where is it going to be a little more rough? And where is it going to be like, calm flat smooth i would have said well you know the caribbean's always smooth and the pacific's always well not always but it can be 10 kind right. of rough from time to time it was completely the opposite we for whatever reason there was a storm in going through the caribbean a lot of wind so right. it you know it wasn't terrible but it was a little bit bumpy a right. little bit rough we got to the pacific for the first you know, four days, sea days, it was as smooth as could be. It right. was like glass practically. It was lovely. Right. Now, granted, like you said, these were, those were then planned sea days. Right. Um, so the entertainment that they had during the day planned was what they had during the day planned. The challenge they had is the entertainment for the night. Right. Again, they didn't have, because one of the performers actually was going to be doing multiple shows. Right. Um, you know, they had different themes. So they suddenly didn't have just like one missing performer. They had multiple missing performers in essence to cover multiple days. And now they've moved up the Frozen show. So that's not available mm -hmm. anymore for these C days, which it would have been. So it was just, they were just scrambling to try to come up with ideas of how to provide some entertainment and you know i mean they did have some other interesting things threaded throughout the the cruise that they added on because they did have access to other films and mm -hmm. things to to build but you know where they like to have like one main show of the night that's where they started having some yeah. challenges. Yeah, they did fill in with a couple of movies here and there. The uh, the magician, the comedic magician who was on that couldn't leave when he was supposed to leave, uh, actually came up with a couple more shows and right. did a couple more things and helped out, pitched in wildly. Uh, the big <laughs> night was though the Disney Wonder cast. And again, uh, they stepped to the plate so many times on this. I think they called themselves Wonder 40. So I'm going to go with that. Wonder 40 uh, put together this on the fly a cabaret show that they, right. you know, they didn't really have time to, I mean, they kind of, you know, yeah, they uh, were going to do a very little limited thing right. for the adults. Only yeah. Like in the Azure lounge, like they were going to put night. it in the small, yeah. the small lounge, not on the full Walt right. Disney, uh, you know, a theater stage. Um, so they kind of had to block it all out and everything, you know, just with a day or two to get it done, add some more songs. And it was, 
you know, it wasn't perfect, right. but it was an amazing show. They came out, they did all variety, and they, and they had every every cast member got their chance to shine. Uh, they did a variety of Disney songs. They did four from Frozen 2, which you know, hashtag <laughs> real men from Frozen. I love that. Uh, they did a couple from Mary Poppins Returns. Right. They did some from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Even Finding Nemo, the musical, they did a couple songs from that, which was so cool. Right. Um, and I mentioned to Michelle as the show is going on, because some of these songs were, it was cracking me up, especially because because of the episode that we released last week. I'm like, I think they listened to our episode because this is basically <laughs> Disney songs that made us cry come right? to life. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It was like you said, um, was it perfect? No, but it was impressive in the sense that here's a, a cast that again, they had to miss out on a day off to do frozen unexpectedly. And here's another night that they weren't supposed to have to do a big show that they, they were thinking later, you know, days and days later, they were going to do this little mini thing for the adults only. And now they're doing a family show and performing songs and things like that. And, and, and if you think about it, I mean, it's not just, okay, somebody's going to come out and sing a song and then the next person's come out, you know, they had to have the timing, they had to have the lighting going correctly and, and have a flow to it so that it was entertainment. That and it, there are multiple, I mean, there were so many cast members there singing. There were a multiple of mics for the, the technical staff to make sure they're on at the correct time and everything. Right. Uh, there was a lot to, to do with this. It was a real relatively simple show, but it really wasn't. Uh, right. And especially when it's not something they do all the time. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, it was impressive that they had to then, you know, like it was coming up with, again, another planned big show for the night without really much available to them. And they did an amazing job. Yeah. It was, it was, it was one of my favorite nights of the whole cruise. And, you know, mostly because I just love all those songs. Right. But, uh, it was just unique. It was cool to see the, the cast, you know, go out there and shine and do so well. They were out meeting guests afterwards in the, in the right. hallway outside the Walt yep. Disney theater. Um, just really, really special night. So as I said, those three days, they, they were outside of the entertainment at night. They were pretty standard sea days. They had lots of stuff going on trivia, all the usual stuff right. you would expect on a sea day on the cruise. Uh, then we get to day 11, <laughs> <laughs> which was Monday, March 16th. And, well, round about noon, we heard this again. And Captain Henry came on and told us that although we would have been allowed to stop in Puerto Vallarta and Cabo San Lucas, which was our last two ports, right. out of an abundance of caution, <laughs> uh, they've decided they'd be bypassing those ports as well. So we were not going to be hitting land again until we reached San, San Diego. Diego at the end of the cruise. Right. So. so that means automatically then, again, two more sea days. Mm -hmm. So two more days of full-on activity like they have to do a variety of things things that kids would like things that tweens adults you know and, and a lot of different tastes from adults of what they want to do and it's like okay something two days two more days that they have to do a full-on amount of planning for and again they were expecting in Puerto Vallarta to do a swap out for the shows they thought okay we're going to catch up on the person who didn't board in Cartagena's and let that person board at Puerto Vallarta and now instead again no new talent coming mm -hmm. on and what do they do next yeah so there was that was a big deal but also again for the the a lot of the crew members who are you know part of the dining staff um you know the a lot of times they rely on some of these 
support days to some of them, you know, none of them ever get a day off. They all work every single right. day, but sometimes they'll get, you know, maybe they don't have to do lunch service right. or whatever, because uh, most of the the guests are off the ship for a port day. Right. So um, they didn't get that. Uh, you right. Know, right. That, that, that wouldn't happen for them, unfortunately, on uh, the better part of this cruise. Yes. So I yeah. uh, made them again. You know, not only are they working, they're, they're working more hours than they had to, but they're also having to do all this extra work because they're serving everybody. Um, and yet they continued every single day. Yeah. Smile on their right. face. Uh, they're amazing. Well, again, we'll, we're really going to discuss that more yeah. as we move forward. So anyway, uh, what we did find out also when Captain Henry came on is he told us that we would be arriving back in San Diego because we're bypassing those ports mm-hmm. a day early. Now, you were given the choice of whether you'd like to stay on board until Friday or you could disembark on Thursday. So, you know, we went to work on what do we want to do right. on that. And we uh, came to a conclusion later on, but... I won't get to that yet, but we also received told because of all of this, we were going to be receiving a port charge reimbursement. Yeah, for which, all the ports, which would happen missed. anytime. Right. Uh, if you anytime you miss a port, um, any the port charges, port taxes, whatever, those will be reimbursed to you. Uh, we were also going to get a ten percent refund on that cruise, which is right. really really nice. And they also told us we were going to be getting a 40% off of a future cruise. And that is on top of the 10% discount you already get for booking on board. Basically, if we wanted to book another cruise with them, we were going to get a two for one offer essentially on that. And uh, that is amazing by Disney to step up. Two people for the price of one. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't giving us two cruises. No, not two. Well, uh, it could have been. It's two for one. I mean, you know, I guess it depends on if they were the same price. It could have been, you know. Two cruises Somewhere. for the price of one. Yeah. If they were the exact same price. But, you know. Right. Yeah. I but, get what you're but saying. But yes, if it's, it, you know, it's, it's a 50% off, but right. you can't uh, take 50% off of multiple cruises. It was one cruise they right. could do that on. So, yeah. Um, and they also said because um, people may get off the ship on the 19th, um, that they were going to, in essence, waive all the the tips that would go out to for the last day for the right. last day or for everybody, everybody whether you stayed you know, on board or yeah for left, the 19th yeah. yeah they they said that that you know they were going to they were going to provide a, a the tips anyways to the to the crew but they weren't charging us right. for it exactly uh so they also gave out some free internet packages not a lot of um, memory i mean if they go by megabytes on there um they gave out some so people could more easily reach home or whatever. Um, And they also opened up the phones for free calls to the mainland. So if you needed to make some travel arrangement changes, uh, you could do that. So which is a crazy expensive thing normally. Right. Um, And, you know, so credit to Disney for doing all that. They didn't have to. I mean, obviously uh, you would expect they would do a little something. The 10% refund might've been enough, uh, but to do all that stuff uh, was pretty phenomenal. And we have, everybody kind of got to work on booking that next cruise on board. Including right. us, yeah. And through our afternoon for a little bit of a loop, as we're like suddenly scrounging to look for a cruise to book. As it turned out, we could have just booked the placeholder, and it would have been fine. But we but, wanted to kind of get that cruise that we yeah. really wanted. And some were point. selling out, so it was good that we did get what we wanted. Yeah. You know, and the other thing too is that they opened up guest services to provide assistance to anybody who wanted to get assistance in changing hotel information reservations or, you know, airline reservations. So they were there to help people do that as well. You didn't, even though they opened the phone lines and they gave some access to the internet um, free, they were also willing to help and do some travel arrangements with you. 
Right. Exactly. So, um, you know, again, credit to Disney for doing what they always do, which is step up and make it right, even if they don't necessarily have to right. uh, make it right. At least not in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, they did things they didn't have to do for us. We had an amazing cruise, yeah. you know, throughout this whole thing. They treated us so well. We had an amazing time. It was a fantastic vacation. So. Right. And I think one of the things that I really want to point out is the cruise director and assistant cruise director yeah were phenomenal. Yeah. First of all, and I won't go into detail, I won't steal your thunder here, but I just want to say that, you know, um, Ashley and Mike were phenomenal and funny. Oh. These people were hilarious. And, you know, you could tell, I mean, and they were joking around too, but, you know, like, oh my God, now I got to come up with plans. And I loved how they made a joke one day of saying, yeah, we just put a bunch of ideas in a hat and came pulled out. All right. Uh, okay. We're going to do this activity at nine o'clock and then draw another <laughs> one. Okay. Well, let's do this one at you know, 1030. And you know, that they, I, they were joking, but the fact that they had to rely on each other and all the other ca- crew members too, that, you know, people who do activities as well, having to do additional ones, you know, and again, it was already a long cruise. So you're figuring if they're planning trivia contests, they're used to, you know, their typical, like, you know, five to seven day cruise. And here, this is double that. So they already had to have double Mm -hmm. of everything that they would normally do on those things. And now additional sea days, four additional sea days. That's crazy to imagine what they had to come up with, you know, and be creative. And it was impressive. And and like I said, they were funny and how they were, mm-hmm. you know, sharing that information. They knew we were having some challenges and dealing with all the changes. And we knew they were having challenges with dealing with all the changes. And it was just kind of like one happy family. Yeah. In a way, in an interesting way, that's what it ended up being. Uh, and, uh, uh, credit again to them and credit to the most of the guests too, who were, you know, phenomenal yeah. about everything as well. They, I, I'm glad kind of that this is, uh, was more of a veteran you know, the, a lot of the cruisers that were on this were more veteran cruisers. There right. were very few that had only been on a, a, either no cruises before or had been only on a couple. Right. There they, was they, 299 new cruisers. Right. So they, because they might have had a different feeling on this, but most people know things happen on board a cruise ship. And so they kind of, you know, just went with it, you know, yeah. and plus the fact that they were just so phenomenal about everything made it really easy to just go yeah, with everything that yeah. could happened on this. So, so day 12, which is when we should have been in Puerto Vallarta, we had a shore excursion plan there. We were going to get off the ship. We couldn't, uh, that ended up being a pretty typical sea day. Obviously they had to add a lot as Michelle right. mentioned to that one. Uh, day 13, we were supposed to be in Cabo. We weren't going to get a ship off on off the ship on that day anyway. Uh, just because we've been to Cabo a number of times. times. Yeah. And so we just kind of were, and it's a tender port. So we're like, do we want to fight to get the tender to go into some place we've been in several times and, and we just we just decided we weren't going to do anything there for those of you who don't know a tender port means you're not on a deck on a dock right so you're not just like where you can just step off the the ship and be on a pier and go into town this is you're in the water still and a boat comes up to you and picks up you know 30, 40 people and drives them to land. Yeah, some, I think it's a little more than that. But yeah, that, that's that's about what it is. It's yeah. a small boat comes up. They, they just circulate small boats back and forth. They're, they're in a calm port. It's a calm bay. 
you know, and everything. And even if there's wind, the, the, the ship will kind of twist to shield it, right. these small ships from the wind or whatever. Uh, but it, it is, you know, obviously, as Michelle talked about, it's not just as easy as just walking off the ship and walking right. back on the ship. There are some steps you have to take. And sometimes, you know, depending on what you want to do in the port, it's worth the effort. And sometimes, you know, yeah, it's not. It's uh, so we just planned on staying on board. Um, and since uh, some of the guests uh, might be disembarking a day early, uh, they moved up Disney Dreams on that day right. by a day. Uh, again, moving, you know, stepping up, stepping forward, the whole cast stepping forward to uh, make sure that everybody on board had a chance to see what is uh, my favorite, favorite Disney Cruise Line show. Yeah. I love Disney Dreams and uh, it always wrecks me. <laughs> it's like a love story well, to Disney fans. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it brings in many of the characters and the scenes but it's based on a different like Mm -hmm. a a real person kind of character not Mm -hmm. real life person but a not an animated person it's a wonderful story if you ever get a chance to get on the disney wonder i think it's on the magic too i'm not i'm not positive of that Uh, some of the shows i I forget sometimes which line i'm on but i know it's been on the wonder forever Uh, i think since the beginning as a matter of fact they've they've made some adjustments to Mm -hmm. it they've made less since we last saw it they made some adjustments to it as well i won't Mm -hmm. give it away but they've done some different things to it and it's just a phenomenal wonderful storytelling it's it's staged really well it's just it's it's a phenomenal show but anyway so um also on that day uh we had to decide by 10 a.m which day we wanted to disembark they kind of needed to have an idea who was staying on board so they can, you know, figure out the, the you know, the crew and how, who many are serving, who many are getting off uh, and just kind of let the port know and know how many bags were going off that day. So um, since Michelle works in the medical industry, uh, she'd been in touch with her work right. for a couple of days and uh, there was saying that there was a chance she could be put on an automatic 14 day quarantine right. as, uh, dis- as stated by the CDC. CDC recommendations, um, yep. So with that possibly being the case, we decided to go ahead and get that clock started as early as possible, as much as we wanted to stay on board for the full length of the cruise, um, you know, being giving her an extra day if we wanted to get that quarantine done early as possible. Right. Um, we wanted to do it a day earlier. So we decided it's best to go ahead and disembark on the 19th. Uh, so that's what we did. We turned in our form and that's what we ended up doing. Yeah, it was it was interesting, you know, and again, going back to um, the cruise director and assistant cruise director. So on on a lot of cruises now, I think pretty much most that we've gone even with outside of Disney, um, there's usually some kind of a, a show in the morning where they kind of give a recap of what's going to go on, even though you have other ways of finding out what's going on. You know, there's like either a newsletter or, or an app or something like that. But most cruise lines do have this because they want to entice you to know what's going on so you can participate in things. And so it, it was just so funny that they came on on the 19th and said, we don't usually do this on the day of disembarkation, but there are some people leaving the ship, and but there are some people who aren't, you know, and they were like, you know, saying this has been just such the craziest, craziest All sorts kind of, of new things cruise. that happened yeah. that they've never experienced before happened on this cruise. I that know. They had to deal with. So. Right. It's just really, really strange right. on in that regards. But it was funny how they, they presented that. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So we get to disembarkation day for us, which was day 14. Uh, that was uh, yesterday, Thursday, March 19th. We arrived in San Diego. There were several news teams waiting <laughs> on the dock because I think that we 
are either the last or one of the last cruise ships that was kind of out right. at sea since the uh, craziness has kind of hit. Uh, the Disney Wonder, by the way, informed the CDC, the Coast Guard, San Diego's local health authorities, and port authorities that there were no reported cases of COVID-19 on board. Right. As I've gotten to calling it, we were on the, quote, healthiest place Bubble, on yeah. earth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could not believe, I mean, in addition to like what we mentioned earlier on where we were not allowed to touch serving utensils mm-hmm. that they did that for us. Um, but just constantly throughout the day, I believe it was, a, a, you know, maybe like every 30 minutes, it seemed like they were wiping down the handrails oh. throughout the ship with disinfectant, um, doorknobs, Every door, you know, you'd go by. I saw walls being wiped down because I know like kids sometimes like to run their hands along the walls. I mean, they were keeping that ship so clean throughout the entire time. I'm going to get into this in a little bit more as we get through our highlights. But Disney was doing everything they could to keep this clean. But they do that all the time. It's something that they, yes, they may have taken an extra effort to do on this cruise. But we've been on many Disney cruises before. We are platinum cruisers. We've been on a dozen. You've been on like, what, right. 17 cruises? Yeah, I've yep. been on a dozen. Um, they do this every single yeah, time. Right. Uh, so it's part of what sets Disney apart. Right. I mean, I was uh, talking to somebody at the bar. What? <laughs> um, it, one of the, the servers there. And um, we were outside, actually. And he was wiping down the table. It was already clean. I, and I noticed that when I went to sit down. It's like, oh, this is clean. And um, he goes, oh, just give me a second. I'll get your order. He says, I'm just having to wipe down the tables. He says, we do that every 30 minutes. And, and the other thing that he told me, and I saw it in two other places. So I know it was happening, you know, so when you order something, you're just signing a receipt, you know, it's charged to your room, to your cabin, but you do have to sign the the receipt and you can decide whether to tip more or not. Um, They washed every pen between everybody Mm -hmm. who handled that pen. And, you know, I mean, they had like a jar of them, but I saw this by multiple, multiple uh, crew members that somebody would hand them, you know, the signed receipt with the pen and they were wiping it down or they were putting it in a jar and wiping a bunch of them at one time. You know, they each had their own little process. But yeah, I mean, they weren't kidding. Yeah, they were they were serious about yeah. it, as they are on every cruise. I mean, they really are serious about their hygiene on Disney Cruise Line, uh, more so than any other cruise line we've ever been on. Uh, that's why they continuously score super high whenever they get, uh, you know, kind of right. tested, whenever they uh, go through and, and people uh, judge them. They also are very high on their environmental concerns. We learned something that I didn't know. I think I heard it at some point, but I had forgotten about it, that even the fireworks they shoot on board, uh, when they shoot these off, some of the, you know, when you shoot fireworks off, there's some, debris. you know, leftover debris or whatever uh, that comes out of these these uh, pyrotechnics. Uh, the pyrotechnics are, that the, the, the debris that comes off of them uh, basically contains fish food right. to feed the fish. So, you know, the, the environmental concerns, they are top of the line for virtually every cruise line, always on environmental concerns. No cruise ship is ever a perfect, perfect. Yeah. you know, it, it, it's not exactly the best thing for the environment. However, uh, they do their best to make sure they can, they can, uh, cut their carbon footprint as much as possible, right. which we really respect about Disney. Is, you know. So I want to talk about some of the fun things Wait, we did let's too. Get, I just oh. want to I want to wrap up the last day real quickly. Okay. Uh, we 
We cleared immigration in the morning. They had everybody had to, this was something that they, you would have to do. Everybody, everybody on board had to clear immigration. That was a breeze of a process. Yeah. Uh, ship started to disembark at about 1230 in the afternoon on that Thursday. We got off the ship about 115 because they're only about, I, I don't even think it was, a, I thought maybe a third of the people right. were getting off. I don't even think it was that many. Yeah. Um, we flew off the ship. Really yeah. no problems at all. It was really easy for us. We were home by uh, 230, three o'clock, something like that. Yeah. And, um, uh, thrilled about it and just you know we we had to Michelle had to get some things worked out with uh, with her uh, job and everything else but we were excited to get this episode to you as soon as possible oh yeah yeah we couldn't wait um, and so yeah it was that like you said that disembarkation was the bre- the most breezy I've ever ever seen so we were glad about that right I mean I think Maybe that was one of the good things about all this issue of social distancing and yeah. things like that. It, they were just like, yeah, let me see your passport. Okay, go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we were sad to get off the ship a day early. Really, we wanted to stick around the whole time. Right. But because of Michelle's work and some other things, uh, we had a, we decided it was best for us to leave. And it, But it did end up working out for the most part. And I, I'm sure everybody else that stayed on board had a great time on that last day. You know, I don't know exactly what they did, how the process was getting yeah. off the ship this morning. But I know Disney, and I'm sure it was still uh, as smooth as disembarkation Parking any cruise right. ship when you're sad to finally be done with it yeah uh, had to be you know? so don't be too disappointed for it as much as yes i my i myself would have liked to stay on longer because of, they were doing something i really wanted to do again um but we really only missed half a day yeah. because the day that the actual last day that you get off usually you're getting off very early by, in the morning by eight nine in the morning at the very latest yeah, yeah yeah you're you're getting off off the ship so you know we like you said we got off about 1 15 1 30 so we only missed the afternoon and dinner yeah we had breakfast on lunch on board yeah. we kind of checked a few things out and just kind of walked around the deck and just enjoyed ourselves for our last few hours that we could have on board the ship so but let's get to the highlights of our cruise you know we've talked yeah. about the day-to-day what went on just so kind of give you that information of how the kind of the the sailing progressed for us but uh there were a lot of highlights that we you know really haven't touched on uh, throughout this episode that kind of happened on the cruise. And first, I, I have to start out with this because this, and we've touched on it many times throughout this so far, uh, the biggest highlight of this cruise, first and foremost, is the entire Disney Wonder cast and crew. They were phenomenal. And now I know right. we've touched on this already throughout this, but I can't state it enough how great they were under significantly adverse situations for them. Oh, I know. It was, it was, you know, like I said, we were all at that point, family, all going through some level of disappointment or some level of concern, you know, what's going on. You know, obviously we're worried about ourselves and our family at home. They're worried about their jobs and their families in other countries and stuff like that. So um, despite that, they were always smiling, always showing appreciation. And we, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I made it like my goal was to, as every time I saw somebody yeah. was to say, oh Michelle, my God. <laughs> you should have seen her on the last day, thanking every cruise uh, crew member that she came across for providing such a wonderful and breaking down in tears many times. In every front of, time. In yeah. yeah. I mean, and these are people that, you know, like, you, you get to know your, your dining room servers because you see them every night. They come with you each and every night to the, to the different dining room rotation. Um, and a lot of times you'll see them here and there on different days with 
other types of food service, whether, you know, they, and they rotate where they go and stuff like that. But there's a lot of them that you don't see because they're not your regular mm-hmm. servers. And so you may not have a connection with them. And, but despite that, I, I felt like we did all have that connection, that common connection. And yeah, I just, I felt like had to go tell, you know, anybody that I saw, I mm-hmm. had to tell them how great they were, how much we appreciated their hard efforts and what they did to make our vacation, you know, or holiday. Yeah. Well, holiday. <laughs> that's something I'm learned. not going to get into here, but that's funny. Uh, it's an inside joke for us. But, uh, if you were actually, on, if you're somebody listening who was on board, you might get that yeah. joke. But anyway. They, 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 well, let me just. That's okay, go ahead. So they, what they would do every morning on this morning show is they had somebody who would um, kind of give a word of the day, meaning they would take uh, they, were, they were English yeah they were they were British they were taking a, a word that we use commonly and then saying what they would say and so at the end that that's how they said it they said you would call this a vacation I call it a holiday yes and it sounds <laughs> it sounds silly but it was as the days progressed it was funny I mean again oh the, the morning shows are great um we'll talk about that but um first of all I, I we have nothing but great things to say about the entire uh, steering committee headed up by Captain Henry Anderson, despite, you know, hearing this many times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tom's not kidding. This is not like a bit or anything like that. It is a bit, but it's, it's, well, it's no, true. But, well, no, but w- when you said there was a hush over the room, I, that is an absolute truth. We were at, I remember now, we were at a cheese seminar and we heard that and it, it was just starting. In fact, the people were just getting to their seats. You know, people were talking. They hadn't started the presentation yet. And you hear that in dead silence. Yeah, it's it was funny because, you know, at, at the start of the cruise, people weren't listening as much. Spe- right. This happens every cruise. The captain, you know, the, the as I was mentioned, the cruise director would come on and, and lay out pretty much the entertainment schedule of the day. The captain will come on somewhere around midday, usually, and tell you where the ship is, where they've been, what the weather's like, how far they've traveled, all this stuff. Usually, you very brief. Yeah, you know, I like to listen to it, but most people don't really pay attention. They yeah. just talk right through it. They don't care. Um, as the cruise progressed, anytime <laughs> that sound went off, everybody stopped what they were right, doing to right. find out what was going to happen next. <laughs> I know. You know? Um, so that was kind of interesting, but, um, he did a fantastic job of protecting us all, making sure the ship was good. The the whole crew was fantastic and he's the leader of that crew. He's the master and commander. He did a magnificent job of keeping us safe and having a great vacation at the same time. And part of that has having that great vacation at the same time was because of, as we mentioned, the cruise director and the entertainment team. Cruise director Ashley Long and her assistant cruise director, Mike Gibbons, their entire staff, they did just such an amazing job and during incredibly different difficult circumstances. Uh, they gave us a spectacular vacation despite being at right. sea for, what was it, 10, 11 straight days <laughs> with no new entertainment acts coming on board throughout. Um, it was so funny because you were mentioning them and doing the morning show, you know, and you could just tell that they were so, that things were, they, they, they would tape morning shows and they would have to retape them because things would change and they had to do, they did the navigators and they'd have to change that too. Right. Things were, and so you could just tell they were almost, punch drunk by the right, end. They were just, it was just, it got to silliness, but they were entertaining and right. fun and we totally understood why it was happening. Exactly. And first of all, I have to say, those two together are hilarious. Great. They were hilarious. I hope 
any of you listening will have an opportunity to sail with the two of them. But I really think that they could make a career out of just being a comic act because they are so they, funny they don't together. need to just be the morning show on there. No. They could be like a radio that's, morning show. That's is that right. What you're or, you know, or, you know. They could they could have been the, the entertainment. <laughs> and they were one they night were. part Yeah, of, that yes. is true. That is true. There was a crew talent show and they were part of the entertainment right. for that. Exactly. And, and so um yeah, now that that they were funny um and very enjoyable and hopefully as I said some of you could experience their their uh, yeah if you ever get, get a chance and you look at your crew you know a lot of times people look like you know why do you ask who the cruise director is going to be what does it really matter right. um i'll tell you what if either of these two if i hear that they're going to be the cruise director or assistant cruise director or whatever on my upcoming cruise i'm going to be super excited yes. uh because Sign they did such a great job and it, and that goes for the entire staff uh, the the entire entertainment staff the cruise director staff um they did a masterful job of keeping us entertained in really, really tough situations to right. try and uh, find stuff for that. Um, our dining staff also was phenomenal. For us personally, uh, we had Ali from Indonesia, Johan for Colombia, which I felt so badly oh, for him because he was telling us a few days before that he's from Cartagena. He's excited because I believe his brother was going to yes. come to the port and bring him some stuff and everything. And Cartagena got canceled and he couldn't. You know, he's so close because we pulled into the port. It's so close to home right. and he couldn't reach it. I just felt so know, heartbroken for him. I know you felt the same thing, I, Michelle. I certainly did. I really, really did feel bad for him. And But let me tell you something special about him. So um, at one point in the cruise, I got a migraine. Now, I don't get migraines a lot, but I did this one day. And it was, it, fortunately, it wasn't the whole day. It was really in the evening. And um, I... I said, I just don't think I can go to dinner because I just don't have it in me. It, it wouldn't be fun. Let me just stay in the room. I'll order something from room service or whatever. And um, so you stayed with me. You're a sweetie. You stayed with me. And we found out that they would actually bring dinner to the room. And so there I was in my jammies in the bed. We get a knock on the door. We just thinking it's regular room service staff. I mean, not that it would matter, but, um, and there was our regular server, Johan, bringing our dinner yeah. to us into the cabin, you know, and, and, and I had already ordered some room service. So I had already had like a little bowl of soup and he's like, Oh, let me clear that away. And let me get your dinner ready. Is there anything and, else I can bring yeah, you? And and like, no, you've done. I know it was crazy. And I remember, uh, you know, later on telling him, you know, Oh my God, you know, first of all, you didn't make me feel stupid that I'm here. I am in my jammies in bed mm-hmm. and you're bringing me food in bed. Um, you know, and I said, but just that you were just so warm and ready to help and willing to help. And he's like, well, that's my job. Right. <laughs> and, and it was so just good. like, wait, wait, no, no, that's way more than just being right. your job. Yeah. Over and above. They went yep. over and above. I also want to talk about uh, our head server, Lisa, who uh, commanded her area so well, uh, yet she'd come up and be very personable every time. We had some great conversations with her. We laughed a lot with her. A lot. Um, We've been through, as we mentioned, many cruises, not only on Disney, but other cruise lines as well. And, you know, the head waiter, the wait captain, whatever they may be, um, some of them are great. 
Um, but we've very rarely found one as personable as Lisa right. was, and yet still in control of her area of her situation. Yeah. You know, um, we were looking, we look forward to every night uh, to connecting with her a little bit. There was a couple nights we missed because she was busy, whatever the case may be. And unfortunately, we were hoping to see her right before we disembarked the ship, and uh, we thought she was going to be up at the buffet at Cabana's. Um, at lunchtime, and yeah. she, she may have been there, but we missed her. So if Lisa, we know we give you our card if you're listening to this. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yes. But uh, she was phenomenal as well. I want to see you in your green again. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, she loves that green. Uh, we had conversations about her little outfits she had to wear all the time because they're special. They're, you know, normally in a seven day cruise, there's certain outfits. Well, when they have to expand it to a you know, 14, 15 right. day cruise. All of a sudden these, these outfits really fly out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> they've never seen before. And there They're all some themed. They have yeah. different themes, you know, like ones. Vista night and right. Yeah. Frozen. Night yep. and, yeah. Every one of our servers, especially Ali, he was totally entertaining. He would sing as uh, you know, he would do a little Mickey impersonations. Yeah. He is great. And he had fantastic dinner recommendations. Yeah. Like, he was nearly perfect on everything he recommended. Like we, we stopped a lot of times going against what he, I would wait and like, what is he going to recommend? You know, right. I like some dishes what, because it was almost always dead on. Right. Yeah, there, absolutely. For every course. Yeah. On, on there. So, um, credit to them. And, and you know, uh, and like I said before, more than that, the, uh, the entire wait staff, even the, you know, I've talked about our main group that served us the most, but we were attended to by many, many different waiters, uh, many, many different wait people. Uh, personnel from the wait staff at various times and they all were there with a smile on their face doing yep. a great job in when they had to work more than they you know normally have to and that's like impressive when somebody asked them for dulce de leche yeah for their who would do waffle that? who would do that <laughs> so but in my defense they offered that at the character breakfast so they have a character breakfast and they had Mickey waffles and a choice of toppings. And one of them was Dolce de Leche. They always yeah. stepped up and did the best they could they, for you. Yeah, they're yep. amazing. Yep. So good. Uh, entire crew was terrific. They worked tirelessly. Uh, and like I said, always had a smile on their face. They always were there with a quick good morning. Hello. How's your day going? Every single time you passed anybody in the hallway. And again, we've been on different cruise lines. That is not the case. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they'll almost like look the other way because yeah. they don't want to interact with <laughs> yeah. you. That is not the case with this crew. And I'm sure that is a good part to do with Disney and what they mandate. And the officers. But it's, but it's also uh, the personnel that they bring in. Mm -hmm. uh, they do a fantastic job of making sure that, you know, they uh, acknowledge you as you're walking through the halls. And it makes it, it is a nice feeling. Yeah. Know? does yeah. set them apart again another thing that sets disney cruise line apart yeah exactly so, so. uh again you alluded to this before the, the ship was spick and span clean uh crew always cleaning railings the bathrooms the public restrooms were spotless uh they were always working on the ship throughout we were in i think it was actually when we were in grand cayman mm -hmm. and i'm not going to mention the cruise line but there was another cruise big cruise line in port and there was like rust on the side of the ship and yeah. all this and i'm like that is right there where you're looking at the difference between right. disney and this other cruise yeah. line that is one of the major differences right. that that would not fly with disney oh yeah cruise line. well that and the fact that disney cruise line really is all-inclusive i mean yes there are things you can up by so you can do you know like a wine tasting or you know some other activities that might cost a little bit more but all your entertainment and everything is is normally all, is included and what we've seen with some of these other you know cruise lines that may start at a lower baseline 
do start charging you mm-hmm. for, you know, they really, I don't want to say nickel and dime because that sounds, you know, rude, but they do charge you for things that you would see on the Disney cruise and say, yes, I pay more for the Disney cruise, but that's covered and I don't have to worry about do, making the decision. Do I want to go to a movie because it's IMAX and it's going to cost me $13? Right. Yeah. That's not the case yeah. with Disney for sure. Onward 3D I, free. Yes. <laughs> And again, uh, you pay more for Disney Cruise Line, but uh, it, it, it's well worth the it's, quality. It's, yeah. yeah, the quality is outstanding. So uh, we can't say enough good things about this group. Uh, this cruise is full of question marks, difficult situations, yet the entire cruise always rose to meet and most of the time exceed those expectations. Right. Uh, I don't know about you, but this cruise itself, may have sold me that I may never want to cruise with another cruise line again. I was always, yeah. you know, like, oh, you know, the right ports, the right price. Mm-hmm. And that still might be right. the case, but it's really that we cruised It'd last have to year be a draw. With a, yeah, There'd we, have to be something that would draw our attention because, to. Because um, this really showed what Disney shone through in this one. They crashed the crew. They shined all the way through this and the differences... You know, again, we recently, not recently, but a little over a year ago, cruised with another um, line. And, um, you know, we enjoyed that cruise fine. We had a good time on that cruise. But um, I don't know what they would have done if they were put in that same situation this one went through. Um, Amazing. I can't say enough great things about Disney Cruise Line. Absolutely. But we have to talk about some of the highlights that we like. We're going to get to more of that. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes. Well, first of all, I want to say that, (laughs) and this may sound like it's it's our love letter to Disney Cruise Line. And yes, it is. And by the way, uh, we're planning on trying to send this, a link to this podcast to the brass at Disney Cruise Lines just to let them know. We already filled out the comment card, but to let them know how we felt about this cast and crew and what a great job they did. And we hope that they will actually share this with them so they can know personally. They're in a tough situation right now, just like we are out here. They don't know what's happening with them either. That's why I said Um, they don't know what the if they're going to have to go back home early or anything. Yeah. Yeah. They just know they're going to have nobody on board the cruise ship. They don't know what they're doing. Yes, they're going to get some rest time or whatever, but they can't go home necessarily. They can't work necessarily. They are, if we talk to a few uh, crew members that said they are going to pay them a living wage during right. this haul, so they don't need to worry about them getting paid or whatever, but it still is very up in the air. Right. So we, you know, if we can share a little bit of this, let them know that we appreciate the job they did. Um, we would like to do that. So hopefully uh, we can get this to Disney and we can get them to them and they can know uh, even more than you going around it and thanking right. as many as you yes. can see for the job they did. They could also hear it through this podcast and that's what we're hoping for. So yeah. yes, let's get to our other highlights. Um, I'm going to start with the big highlights for me and we mentioned them many times. The stage shows were phenomenal mm-hmm. as they always are. The Golden Mickeys, Frozen the Musical Spectacular, Disney Dreams and yes, even the thrown together cabaret <laughs> show, they were undefeated in making me cry every <laughs> single show. <laughs> undefeated every single time. I agree with you. They're great. And um, what was really fun this time over other times is, you know, and, and we've seen some uh, changes and upgrades in some of their shows before or adding on new shows. But even with the Golden Mickeys, which has also been around forever, you know, the newer um, elements that technology has brought to them and, and how it really made you feel immersed in, you know, while you're sitting there in the in the theater there is really impressive so i really loved how they really made that up those updates to make it even more 
of an experience for you. So that, yes, that was great about the show. Yes, too. absolutely. I also want to bring up uh, Gavin Lee, who is the original Bert on Mary Poppins. Yeah. He came on and did one. He did a, a great stage show for us. He also did a, a Q&A. We got to right. meet him, got an autograph, got a picture with him. It was really nice. He did a great job. Wonderful show. One of my highlights for the cruise by yes. far. Um, he was, he's excellent. And he's, God, you, you get him. I, will, I, I hope someday we get to interview him because you just need to say, Mary Poppins, and he'll just go for 10 minutes. Yes. He is so interesting. Yes. So fun. He too. was a lot of fun, and I'm glad we got to experience that when we were on board. Uh, I tweeted this out at the beginning of the, uh, when we first cruised, that we were lucky enough that Leslie Iwerks, yes, from yep. the Imagineering story, joined us on this, and she had uh, she shared with us many of her documentaries that she's done, including a Pixar story, um, and then and the Imagineering story as well. Right. But then when then things kind of went sideways and there wasn't things to fill in the gaps. She came through, uh, you know, said, I have more documentaries. She did one on um, ILM, right. uh, you know, Industrial Light Magic that she had that she just dropped in that was not scheduled. She gave them all the episodes of the Imagineering right. story. There was only supposed to be show one originally right, just to kind of right. so she could talk about it more. Uh, she did all these talks about her our grandfather, her father, father. and mm-hmm. herself, and the Imagineering story and everything. Uh, she stepped up to the plate, did yeah. a fantastic job, and it was really wonderful to have her aboard our ship. Right. As we mentioned, at a sea day, you know, you need to have activities throughout the day and have a variety of them. And, and so that's where she really, you know, came to the rescue of providing those additional shows during the day of, you know, her documentaries and sharing everything that she had on her computer practically. So it, that was really neat. I, you know, I think with her and Gavin Lee, I think they boarded from the beginning. Yeah. Um, they were aboard from the yeah, beginning. They, beginning. They, um, right. You know, even though some of their shows were planned to be at a different times or whatever, but um, so we were very fortunate that we didn't have to wait for them to come on yeah. board somewhere. Cause they, they wouldn't have, but um, yeah, they really stepped up and provided some additional um, entertainment. So that was fun. Yeah. yeah. And just, it, it just privileged to have talents like them on board on this cruise. That's one of the things when you get these longer cruises like this, a lot of times you get some of these spectacular performers right. as added on value. As, and, and so, you know, if you, Obviously, I wouldn't suggest it necessarily as your first cruise. I think you should experience cruising first because cruising is kind of a different type of vacation if you're not used to it. Uh, but if you've done a couple cruises, um, you may want to look into one of these longer cruises because you get so much extra value out of it with yeah. things like that. Right, yeah, yeah. So, um, But the other fun thing was, and we talked about this before our trip, was... Silent Disco. (laughs) (laughs) We did do the Silent Disco one day. Yes. And I think it was more fun than I thought. I think you weren't expecting it to be anything. And it was. It was. And it's going to lead into my tip later. But it was such a good time. And if we don't know what a Silent Disco is, they give out these headphones. Yes. And they did sanitize all of them. (laughs) Which is kind of funny. And they give you out these headphones. There's a DJ out front. And you have three different channels on your headphones. And they're all playing different styles of music. So you put on these headphones, they cut the music actually in the room. All you can hear is the music in your headphones. And so there'll be people over here dancing to channel two, which is, I don't know, 80s hits. And then there's people over here that are listening to 2000 hits or whatever. So there's different people dancing in different (laughs) things. They can be right next to each other, (laughs) dancing to different songs or whatever. And since everybody's got headphones on, you could sing as loud as you want. (laughs) No one knows the difference. And it's just a great time. And And everybody would hear the DJ though together. 
Like right. whenever the DJ would start talking, we all heard that yeah. with our music. But it, and it, yeah, you could switch it anytime you wanted. And it, it was a lot of it fun. It was It was fun. a lot of fun for sure. I also want to give credit to Dr. Richard Costanza, who also came oh, through yeah. many times. He was on board mostly just to talk about the Panama Canal and a couple of things about some of the ports we were getting. When we were running low on entertainment, he would just pull out talks about varieties. I think he brought a Vikings talk one day. Right. You know, just yes. To, you know, Pirates to, in the Caribbean. It had nothing to do with our cruise, but it was just to fill in some of the gaps that you know the entertainment and the cruise director staff had to go through. And so, uh, you know, credit to him uh, for doing such a great job and coming through in the clutch. For yeah. That. Right. Right. Yeah. They're, they're amazing guests to be on board to mm-hmm. really add into more than expected entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other great things. Um, we got to see Onward on board for the yes. first time. We actually saw it again. We saw it twice. We yes. loved it. Uh, this is our review of it. It's going to be a quick one. Uh, we enjoyed it. It is the best Pixar movie. It's not the best Pixar movie you've ever seen, but it's a, it's a blast. Yeah. It's fun, and it will make you cry for <laughs> sure, especially if you're me, uh, but Michelle as well. It, it was uh, We totally enjoyed it, and uh, I'll get to more on uh, Onward in a little bit because you're going to get to be able to watch it here at home soon, too. Right. Uh, but they had other movies, too. We saw Frozen two again which um which is good because i i think we told you when our frozen two review that we were distracted all the way through it and we enjoyed it but maybe not as much as we really wanted to and you know hashtag real men love frozen <laughs> so we got to see it again in a real situation on the big screen which was nice right. and i and abs- in 3d and i absolutely love frozen two so much right and seeing it a second time uh knowing kind of some things already about it but also the fact that we didn't have that distraction that we had the right. first screening uh it is a great movie i love it so much and i'm so happy that it's on disney plus now we got home i was like it's on disney plus yeah, I, I get to know. watch it again I know. so but it was just cool to see that on the big screen as was getting to check out the rise of skywalker on the big screen yes. one more time right um we were lucky enough to do that they also had screenings of uh film scored by john williams right. which was a theme running through that so they were screening Jaws, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., Close Encounters of the Third Kind, etc. So that was kind of a cool thing that they had running right after the ship. Yeah, I mean it was neat knowing that that was the common thread that it was you know John Williams scores, um, but then seeing some of these things that you may never have seen in the theater before or haven't yeah. seen in like E.T. We went and saw E.T. because yeah. that ended up being one of the shows one night. I hadn't seen E.T. in the theater in like. 35, 40 years. I never saw it in the theater. So it was my first time. So it was very cool. And yeah, that they had. And so it was interesting. These weren't obviously Disney films, but they did get special permission because of the length of the cruise to have, you know, this being the, you know, theme through the John Williams scores. Yeah. That was so cool. That was cool. Really, really cool. We didn't catch them all. A lot of them were late at night and uh, I am a, I tend to get to sleep early, but, <laughs> uh, but we did catch several of them that we really wanted to see, including E.T., which was part of the show, and it was just really enjoyable and just nice that they're running that thread through that John Williams, uh, who's done so many great scores. Yeah. You, just, you forget how many great ones he's done. You know the, the, the classic ones, but there's so many more that you don't even think of that's amazing. Uh, we enjoyed the photo scavenger hunt that they would yes. put out every day, which was they, they do this thing where they would take pictures of various locations throughout the ship and you kind of had to walk throughout the ship and hunt them all down and ride them out and you can enter in to win the contest we never won but we had a lot of fun one burning off the food all the yeah. great food that we were eating um, by just you know putting on our steps walking up and down the stairs and throughout the ship 
Um, but they also got increasingly tougher as the, the cruise went on. Right. So and we had you, a blast with that. Right. And, you know, it's funny because I think I've even been on other cruises and saw photo challenge and just disregarded it thinking I'm not going to be taking, you know, focus on being taking pictures and submitting them to the contest, even though some people are, are maybe great at that. I know it's not my skill set. So when I first heard photo challenge, I'm like, I just, I don't, I know I'm not going to take a worthy enough photo to win something and then realize, oh, wait, this is like you said, there, it's a sheet of paper. It's like a scavenger hunt for pictures or, you know, and they had different themes, whether it was, you know, designs on the walls or actual pieces of artwork. And you had to find where, you know, cause it was, they wouldn't give you much of it. And yet, what is that a picture of and where do I find it? And, you know, like you said, going up and down every deck and across every deck and everything. And it was a great way to you know, exercise without being in the gym. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. We really enjoyed it. We did work out some, but it was nice to be able to get those steps yeah. in without having to really work out and having some fun at the same time and hoping to win. We never won, but we had a good time finding all these things in, in unexpected places. Yeah. And, and having and you, a better appreciation. Yeah. You get to see so much more of the ship when you do it that. So it was, it was really in, uh, a great way to do that. And we had so many sea days to take advantage of it that we, you know, we just right. had a lot of fun yeah, with we it. Had so extra ones. I, I have one more thing, but I want to hear if you have one, any more highlights that you can think of right off the bat. Um, and I think I'd mentioned this in the past we've done it on another one of the Disney sh- ships is taking the art of theming mm-hmm. tour. Yeah, um, the art of the theme, yeah. Right, art of the theme. And, you know, that's a tour for adults only. Um, and they really show you things related to more the artistic, either designing of the ship, how they incorporate art, how it helps with the flow of things. I mean, it was just amazing to me. And I don't want to give too much away, but how they utilize art and the structure of the ship, like especially in the adult areas, to kind of deter the interest for the younger passengers. And then how they, on the other side of it, the areas for the younger passengers, how they they create an ambiance that makes them feel more comfortable and more invited um, so that everybody is feeling good in their the section that they're at and they're not necessarily feeling like I'm missing out not being at the other parts right. of the of the throughout the ship. So, um, you know, again, I don't want to spoil it, but it is really interesting if you uh, take the time to do that. They're usually about 30 to 45 minutes. We were really lucky because the crew member we had was in love with the ship. Mm-hmm. You could tell her passion. And in, in fact, even she said, I could go on and on, but I am being, she was being paged to do the uh, dress rehearsal for their talent show. And she goes, I really, you know, took up the 45 minutes already. That's the thing bingo was starting and it was getting near the end of the cruise. So there was the big bingo. Yeah, that's that true. A lot of people wanted to get <laughs> that's to. true. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, that was a real highlight for me. I, I thought I knew a lot of the little nooks and crannies and a lot of the symbolism of it, but I, I learned a lot in that yeah. and it was so interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, this ship is designed by Imagineers. So right. if you think of the, how they designed the parks, they designed the ship. Yes. It still needs to be a classic and functional cruise ship, but they designed that, uh, the ship to function in certain ways as well. And they, they, they are telling uh, stories. They, they, you know, the Imagineers, if nothing else, they are storytellers and they're telling stories 
throughout the ship, even right. if you don't really notice it right off the right. bat. They even do use uh, forced perspective in, in areas to make things look greater than what they really are, yeah. you know, just like they do in the parks. Uh, it's really interesting. And if you do get on a cruise ship and have the time, uh, I would suggest you, you doing that at, at some point. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 So anything else? Um, I'm sure I could go on and on. But oh, we, we could go we, on forever. I know. Yeah. It's been a long podcast yeah. already. So what about you? Yeah, I just want to finish out again. And you mentioned it already. The Cruise Director Morning <laughs> Show featuring Ashley and Mike. It was the highlight oh of our mornings gosh, yes. sometimes we would watch it as we're getting ready multiple times oh, yeah. because it was just so entertaining as the cruise became that much crazier they became that much more hilarious right. you could tell it was just it was a blast you oh know? yeah you're absolutely right uh, i know i found myself like because i i'd have to watch it again because i would actually be laughing out loud and miss some more of what they said and it's not like oh i need to know what activity they just said no they were just bantering and i have to hear every single piece of it i mean it was so so funny and they worked so well together you already alluded to that yeah. earlier um we've again uh, mentioning it we've every cruise line does this they have a morning show to kind of go over the activities of the day you know and some are better than others this was by far the best morning show <laughs> on a cruise line we've ever seen thank you ashley thank you mike <laughs> for it. and aaron too who would pop right. in as well uh just so much fun and dave and dino and yes. everything, every, every part of it that's right the weather report for, for those of you yeah the it's weather. it's hot <laughs> that was the weather again these Sorry. are inside jokes for somebody they have no idea what we're talking about maybe we about, should edit but, these out but, but no i think it's fun um it was just in totally enjoyable so um so many great things happened on this cruise it was truly a sailing we will never ever forget right. it was a blast it was a vacation it was you know uh, frightening at times yeah. in some ways. It was an adventure. It, we laughed a lot. We had a great time. And I, it's all a credit to, yes, the guests as well that mm -hmm. were with us because we had a great group of guests with us, but right. mostly to the Disney Wonder cast and crew, right up starting with Captain Henry on down to the guy who washes the dishes or whatever. Right. Everybody did their job over and above right. what they needed to do. It was phenomenal. Thank you, Disney Wonder. Yay! We hope you're hearing this. Uh, we hope that Brass is hearing this because thank you so much. This is our love letter to you. We really appreciate everything you did for us. I can't. I can't say it any better. It really. They really are wonderful. So yeah, that wraps that up. I know we've gone long so far and we really don't have many Disney stories of the week uh, right. this week because well, really anything that Disney has put out and they're not putting out a lot right now because there's just so much news and it's all secondary to what's going on around the world. But there are a couple stories that I, I kind of want to get to really, really quickly here. And uh, the first being that uh, it was announced today that uh, Disney and Pixar will be releasing Onward early. As a matter of fact, they just released it uh, early to give someone, give you everyone something extra to watch while you're maybe hunkered down or right. self-quarantining, uh, whatever, if you're just kind of just making sure and staying home to keep everybody safe, whatever the case may be. Uh, tonight, it's out for digital download and it will arrive on Disney Plus in two weeks on Friday, April 3rd. And we enjoyed it very much and we're looking forward to watching it again. 
Yeah, I was really excited to hear about that. And that was really special. So mm-hmm. thank you, Disney. Mm-hmm. Secondly, it looks like we may know, it's a rumor, but we may know who will be playing a very popular role in season two of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, this from SlashFilm.com. They say we have exclusively learned that Rosario Dawson will appear in The Mandalorian season two and are excited to report that she will be playing a fan favorite character previously only seen in Star Wars animated productions. Yes, Dawson will be playing a live action version of Ahsoka Tano. Wow. Uh, again, this is this hasn't been confirmed by by Lucasfilm right. yet, so we don't know that this is true, but I find it very interesting. Yeah. And if you don't know who Sokotano Tano is, she was Anakin Skywalker's Jedi Padawan apprentice who appeared in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. If you're watching The Clone Wars mm-hmm. now, uh, you'll know you she's see her. Yeah. obviously prominent in that. She was also in Star Wars Rebels. Uh, this will be the first time the character appeared in a live action yeah. uh, movie or, or a television show. Uh, it, as far as Rosario Dawson, you may know her but she's done a ton of things she was in uh wrench where she she got an award for that but more recently uh she was in uh when marvel had their tv series uh with netflix uh she had a recurring character in that she played claire temple in luke cage and iron fist and the defenders jessica jones etc so she had a, a really so you may recognize her from that but she's been in a lot of stuff she's done some uh voiceover work for some of the marvel cartoons um you know for the animated yeah. series and stuff so, so exciting. Uh, yeah it is very exciting so that's really cool yeah hope that's hope it comes true hope it comes true so uh that's it for our disney stories of the week as i said they're going to be really quick but we never leave you even when we were away we never <laughs> left you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation and we always start with michelle one because she's wonderful fantastic <laughs> she loves to thank every disney wonder crew member she could come across but also she just has the very best tip so uh, let's quickly get to it here is michelle's tip of the week how how sweet thank you sweetie so my tip i'm going to go keep it with the cruising theme and it has to do with the internet um and one of the things that i it started to realize throughout the cruise ship by hearing some people talk is they don't realize that on the day you board you can actually get and sign up for a minimal free package you have to do it on the day you board. You can't do it the next day or any other day. So my tip is when you get on board, go on and do the, they have the paperwork in the room already. Uh, it's called Connect at Sea. Uh, it has the login instructions, you know. And I mean, sure, if you want to choose to add on more, you can always add on more later or you can buy a bigger package. But if you weren't planning to, to really spend money on the internet and you want to have something that you could, if you need be, check on emails or send out a tweet or something like that, um, they do have a free package that is available to you. So don't forget to do that. And the other, I'm going to do a twofer here. Twofer. Twofer. The other um, tip related to also electronics is, you know, and I know everybody talks about downloading the app. We talked about that uh, recently. But one of the things that I had forgotten about and I didn't remember it right away is when you are on board and you are using the app, then you get to see every day, even in advance. 
course, in our case, things were changing. So <laughs> all the time, <laughs> I know. But typically on the cruises, you can go and say, okay, so it's day one, and you can look at day four and see what activities, and you can, you know, star the things that you want to include and be remind get reminders of. The other thing that you can do when you're looking at that is do a filter. So if you just want to look at movies, you can just filter movies or movies in theater. If you only want to look at, you know. Um, what's going on for the adult section. And you do that every time you turn it on. Yeah, certain, so certain lounge, right. Case you know, like, like we, I'll give you an example. We were like, it was after our meal and we thought, Oh, we want to go to a lounge, you know, where's some of the entertainment. And so rather than having to pull out the paper one and look things up, we could do the app and do filter adults only and see, instantly what's going on. Um, if you have kids, you can do it by age group. You can do it um, by all things, you know, for all ages. You can do multiple things, but it's it's on there. It says filter. When you pull up the, the day schedule, there's a little thing. And I am going to put on the web page um, what that looks like, a picture of it. But just keep that in mind. If you have a cruise you're coming on to, in the future, because we know it's not going to be near future, but in the future. Um, Hopefully somewhat near future. Right. Keep in mind that there are a lot of great tools. One is the Connect at Sea that you can get the free package only on embarkation day. And you can use filters on the app. Yeah. Even without the internet. The, the, by the way, the app right. works on board yeah. without the internet. It does connect to the ship's Wi-Fi, but you don't get charged for using the ship's Wi-Fi. You just can't connect to the internet right. or whatever. And you can use... It free. You can use the internet free for any Disney site. So like right. Disney Cruise Line site, Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Vacation Club. Disney Vacation Club. You can access those without needing any internet package. You can just access that all the time. It's not fast. Not at all. <laughs> it doesn't always work, go through because right. it's so slow. Yeah. But, but you, you can do that, you know, um, while you're on board without having any charges. Yep. Exactly. So as I said, Michelle always has the very best <laughs> tips. So now let's get to quickly to my tip of the week. And look, it's crazy right now. I know that uh, a lot of everybody's not everybody, but a lot of people are scared out there. Um, even it's a new normal. Even if you're say. not scared, you're, you're hunkered down. Things are different. Vacations are changing or being canceled or whatever the case may be. But, you know, please remember that eventually this will pass. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, again, it, like Michelle said, it will be a new normal, but this will eventually pass. Eventually, the parks will reopen. The cruises will right. sail again. And I want you to remember that when you do finally get on that vacation, going to the parks, uh, once you can get on that Disney cruise, hopefully we've inspired you to eventually take a Disney cruise, you know. Um, when you do get on there, I want you to do a couple of things for me. And I think this will be good for you. You remember this time that's going on right now. When you get out there to the parks, when you get on this Disney cruise line, I want you to go out there and I want you to dance like no one else oh, is yeah. watching, you know, just like we did at the silent right. disco. I want you to sing along like you're alone in your car. That's a great because idea. Because you know what? It's tough right now. And, you know, we're going to get through this, but you're going to want to let that all out eventually when you get your final vacation out there, you know, and it'll just make that vacation that much more enjoyable to just go out there and put everything into it. Dance. Even if you're a terrible dancer, <laughs> have a good time out there and dance. If you're a terrible singer, I'm a terrible singer. I sung away when I was at the silent disco right. and I didn't care. Um, you know, remember, uh, when you're out there, you know, 
If you're concerned about being embarrassed or people judging, you will remember that virtually all these people that are around you, you will never see yeah. again in your life. <laughs> so who cares what they think about you? And even if they do think a certain way about you, that's on them. Right. You're having a great time. You're enjoying yourself. If you're having a, if you're smiling, if you're laughing, if you're singing, if you're dancing, you're having a wonderful time. So do it to your heart's content. Do it as much as possible. Again, it's scary right now when this all gets done because it will eventually get done and things will eventually get better. Find the joy and share it. Enjoy it. Uh, you can, you're on vacation. Make it the best vacation possible. That's a great tip, honey. Actually, you got a better tip than me this time, yeah. many times. But, yeah. um, but no, that is, a, and th- I think that's you know speaks to also the wonderment of the Disney. Whether you're talking parks, uh, restaurants, ex- cruise ships, uh, vacation club, they actually give you permission to be the kid at heart, mm-hmm. you know, to have that fun, you know, to dress silly, you know, to, you know, I, I know that there was a couple times on the cruise ship that some of my outfits may have been a little bit out there, a little, <laughs> not at all, you know, but I mean, you can wear wacky socks, you know, and you can wear ears to dinner, you know, formal night and things like that. You can, you know, do things that you would normally not feel comfortable in, in public, but at a Disney related event or, or location, they give you that permission. They allow you to be that child. And I think your tip of saying really taking advantage of that fully and really feeling joy throughout your total body and existence is a great mm-hmm. tip. That's an amazing tip. I think it's important. I think, uh, and you, you listen to this podcast because probably you're a Disney fan. Hopefully you're a fan of us too, but you're probably a Disney fan. Um, and I think that's part of the joy of Disney is that, you know, it right. brings out that kid in you. Uh, you know, we, we live in such adult lives. You know, we have to go to work. We have to, you know, hope well. Most of the time we have to go to work. We have to do these things. We have to kind of, you know, adult, as they say. Uh, It's nice to every once in a while be able to break away and be that kid and just enjoy yourself a good time. And Disney does allow you to do that. And so take advantage of that. Yeah. Take advantage of that if you get the chance. So that's it for this week. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Next week, we've talked about it for weeks now. And the next episode, we'll finally get to it. Yes, it's going to be our Ask Us Anything Uh. episode. I think it's perfect for right now. (laughs) People are hunkered down, you know, and this could be actually really entertaining so uh, yeah. we need your help send us your questions even better if you want to record your question in either an audio right. or a video format um, send them to us we'll play them on the air and then we'll answer your questions uh, however you want to do it if you want to write it down that's fine we'll read them and answer them as well just email them to us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com or you can send them by via direct message right. uh, to social media on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast Facebook Instagram Oh, you can't do it on Pinterest, I don't think. But Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Uh, Your questions could be about anything, Disney Parks, Disney Cruise Line, Run Disney, etc. Or it can just be about us or about the podcast, whatever you want to ask. Now, if you get too personal, you know, we may weed some of them out. But we're (laughs) going to try and answer as many as we can about everything. And we're trying to we're going to try and be as much of an open book as possible. If you ever wondered about anything about us, about the show, or just to have questions about Disney that you think we might be able to help you with, um, please send them to us. Right. Ask us how we met.
Yeah, <laughs> some of you already know that. Some of you already know that. But some of you may not. So that might be an interesting question. Nah. And so we'll see who gets to that one first. Yeah. 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 Um, ask about the parks. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I I hear some. I know you've, you're all creative. You are a creative person. I know you're going to come up with some fun, interesting questions that are really going to challenge us. And I'm looking forward to answering yeah. that. I think it's going to be a really fun episode. And I think you're going to have some fun during this week, especially, you know, if you are self-quarantining or whatever the case may be. Uh, coming up with this and you know just you know send it to us and again it can be audio it can be video whatever the case may be and it can be just written and we'll have a lot of fun this week together yeah social distancing with fun with fun yes social distancing across the internet across the (laughs) podcast we'll have a lot of fun with it for sure and it's your chance to get on the show yes that's right yeah so I uh, appreciate you joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. The best place to find us, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter. Right. Do that. It'll give you some early access to information of things coming up, some tips, and you will love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope you love it. Yeah. Uh, and we don't give that email in address out to anybody. Promise. That's we, just us that's sending just us. you something. That is just us. Just us, just for us to connect with you in a better way. And also, as we said already, connect with us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And one more time, that email address, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. So we've run long. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.